0: You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis lifestyle radio. Man, you know what it's like when I get up in the morning, I'm like, damn, I got a uh, show to do. It's always cool when I could do a show and it's somebody that I know in the industry and that's always what makes it really fun, especially someone that's been really great to... Uh, to Hayes and to the radio station, I got Wayne Tay with me today. What's going on, my brother? How you doing?
1: How you doing Andrew. Very good, good, good. Thank you for having me on the show tonight.
0: Yeah, thanks, man. So you know, being kind of crazy with COVID and all this stuff, and now this Omicron.
1: Yeah, it's fucking you know, nuts, huh? Yeah, we just gotta stay healthy, stay safe out there. Now yeah. they
0: have said about cannabinoids. Did you notice that that this stuff is going out. That actually helps. Do you feel that smoking is something that actually is what helps? Or you think it's maybe taking edibles? You think it's taking pills? Or you think just from smoking it can battle corona? If you, like, gave your opinion, like, you know, what do you think?
1: My opinion, well, from my personal research... Um, it's certain cannabinoids, uh, especially in the raw form, uh, in tincture or, uh, like I prefer RSO, which is the raw, uh, extraction of cannabis, uh, full spectrum extraction. That is the most medicinal value. So personally, when I get sick, I like to take RSO. Um, it's full of CBG, CBD, THCA, THCV, and those cannabinoids are more, uh, anti-inflammatory and antioxidants. Uh, that would help with recovery, um, and the study is that they are looking for those cannabinoids that help to uh, prevent COVID um, and the recovery of COVID. Which I've kind of done and understood, being working at Mother Nature's Remedy, uh, which is a dispensary and a wellness center. That there are different herbs and natural remedies that can really help um, the recovery of cannabis uh, or of COVID. Um, and cannabis just so happened to be the, on the news especially in the community these days. So yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, Good positive things. Uh, will it help only time will tell but I hope people start trying it.
0: Yeah, for sure, man, so Tell us a little bit you born and raised in Cali
1: Yeah, born and raised in Cali um, My background in the city is Taiwanese and uh, I got into cannabis uh early in my ages and uh ever smoking since and uh I am now working in the cannabis industry as a event producer uh for uh Secret Sesh and Kushstock, along with uh Blunt Talks and a couple different events. Uh do a monthly cannabis show uh called um The Shit Show with um Abdullah and Yosh.
0: Oh that's a dude that, that that's a dude from uh was it Viceland or Abdul?
1: Yeah, Bong Appetit. Yeah. Wow,
0: Bong Appetit. Shout out to Pinsky. You know Jason, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. We all know Jason. Shout out to my man. Always doing some cool shit. I gotta love him. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about each of these uh, events and stuff. But before I actually get into like the events and the people you're helping out, how would you get into the cannabis industry? Like, What was the first job? What was the first thing you ever did? Uh, so let's talk about before cannabis. What did you do?
1: Before cannabis, I was, uh, well, cannabis was actually first, uh, made okay. money. Made, uh, yeah, made, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made money love, in love, cannabis. Love of the nugs. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it was an opportunity, uh, to appreciate a plant and, uh, I actually got my medical license in 2005 and, uh, became a volunteer at mother nature's remedy in 2006.
0: Uh, Dope and and that's like that place is so great. Let's uh for all of those who are tourists coming to California, it's a unbelievable dispensary and Talk about the premise of it because at first when you come into it, it's not a dispensary So Mm. let's 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 break that down.
1: So the idea of Mother Nature Remedy and our model is heal yourself um, and with that model, you walk into the dispensary. Before you walk into the dispensary, you walk to a walnut center. We have a coffee shop, a fresh juice uh, bar, um, in which we make our uh, own sea moss and squeeze our own juices um, every week. And then. And let's
0: talk about those juice. I mean, just because I've tried them, they're amazing, right? Yeah. They, they are such great combinations. There's like a hibiscus lemonade one oh, that yeah. is just fucking unbelievable. And some, they have like names for them, right? I guess for the different
1: Yeah, juices. Buffalo Soldier. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, she goes after uh, Bob Marley, which is uh, ironically one of my, uh, well, not, I guess not ironically, one of my favorite artists. And uh, he, we have our juices named after him. Um, all of them have a purpose, and that's basically the whole store in itself. Sure. Um, Beyond the juices that are made weekly we have a whole herb bar and on the herb bar um, We have herbalists that can help you curate your own teas um, For whatever condition in which you need help on we have a infrared sauna a hyperbaric chamber in which they are all part of the Wellness plan and you walk through a back door after checking with security and you would walk into a dispensary which we like to call your own weed cave um, and then that cave, we would assist you in procuring your cannabis needs, uh, based off you know what you're looking for.
0: And there's let's let's just talk about it. There's not you just come into the place, or you're not even in the dispensary part. Let's not even talk about that yet. You come into the great holistic place, juices, beyond bomb. I recommend any one of them are absolutely delicious, fresh made, unbelievable. But there also is every type of like tea, right? Like yeah. different like you want. Okay herbs and stuff. So if you want a hibiscus tea, if you want like dandelion root, if you wanted this or that or whatever, there's at least, I mean, there'd be like 50, how many other? I mean, it was like filled. You walk in the place, they're all over the place.
1: In the whole store, I believe we have 170 different types of holistic uh, products.
0: See, 170 products. So you go in, you're like overwhelmed and saying, oh my God, there's all these great things. And then you realize that
1: behind it
0: is an... A ice how, what is it called the barrack chamber what the fuck is it called uh, there's
1: a hyperbaric chamber Hyperbaric chamber uh, infrared sauna uh, and
0: let's talk about what a hyperbaric chamber is
1: a hyperbaric chamber is well I'm not quite educated exactly on how what it does but it's like when um, divers have to come out and have to be pumped full of oxygen in order not to get the bends uh, uh-huh. it's the same kind of concept where you're sitting in a chamber In order for your body to heal properly and uh, rebalance itself you need the oxygen and the more oxygen your body can receive the better it is to recover however you know as we are breathing and moving and even our sleep we only get a certain percentage of of oxygen in our lungs that are really working Um, so if we can pump our whole body through with oxygen we can help recover ourselves and oxygen can go through all different pores of our body and not just through you but it, it's
0: cold right there's some is there a chill factor to it
1: there i mean the room is cold itself <coughs> but it itself <coughs> is not uh
0: the chamber isn't though you know it it's cold okay no, i got
1: you no it's not cold it's not like an ice chamber in which we're going to pick up soon um but we also oh shit. yeah we also have different treatments for lungs um because uh, uh, we have this machine called the uh, hydro hydrogen molecular machine in which uh it you breathe in and it helps repair the lung especially with cannabis smoke sure um and to answer your, your my theory i have enough cannabis tar <laughs> in my lungs and the cannabinoids in my sure. lungs yeah that's yeah, helping for sure. me protect it for sure i i, I think that I hold, holistically
0: that's dope and um what was the other thing you said that was in there? A sauna? Th- or like, what was it? It was the infrared a, sauna. Infrared. Now, explain what the infrared means. Like, what is that? What is that?
1: It's an infrared light. Um, to my understanding, it helps break up uh, radical cells, um, helps create a warmth in your body, at least for me and my experience. Uh-huh. Um, and, and do you stand
0: in it, sit in it? What, oh, what, it's what? a sauna. It's, it's a, a sauna. sauna. Oh, okay. there's a
1: red light treatment which is the same thing. And just stand in front wow. of it. Yeah,
0: Wow. And do you do you take advantage of having that since you like work there and shit? because like, that stuff's kind of expensive, isn't it? Or Absolutely.
1: No? Absolutely. Like
0: one of those red light things are a couple hundred bucks, right? Or no? Or how does oh, that work?
1: Uh at least like five or six hundred dollars. And uh you just stand in front of it uh for
0: how long? A half an hour or what's the time period?
1: I do ten ten minutes on each side.
0: Ten on each side, yeah, okay. You know Can you lose weight from it?
1: Uh Shit, I don't think so.
0: Okay, I yeah. mean, just interesting. I, don't I know a, if it burns fat.
1: I don't think it burns fat. I think for me, the way I describe it, it's like the the power of the sun without the damaging UVs. Okay, so like you know, you okay, in the sun, okay. It Do feels, you get a tan? No, there's uh, no UV no, light, so no, there's Okay, no so
0: no, Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Wow, very interesting. Yeah, you hear a lot about the red light.
1: Yeah, it's a very
0: popular thing. There's like therapies for it and stuff. But I've actually done ones where they have professed that you lose weight from it. That's the crazy
1: part. I think if you had, well, just my study of the physiology, if you had a light, which was like a heat lamp light, Uh and you put it on a part where it's fat, you're going to lose the water weight first. Of course, you're going to feel like it's going to lose weight. And then they usually like scrape you up. And uh, when they scrape you up, then you kind of push out some of that. Fat around so, so it makes it it's okay.
0: interesting it's like a weird yeah it's not really really doing it it's sort of doing it mm-hmm. yeah very interesting and uh, you come into the place it's really dope you come in and then it's like um, almost like a speakeasy the door opens up and you come into the dispensary yeah and you guys have such a dope uh, variety of stuff to choose from
1: well, I appreciate that Andrew um, as I became the manager and buyer of uh, Mother Nature's um, at March of 2020 when it was COVID and um, understanding what people want and how what what I'm looking for in a storefront I'm definitely looking for a product that's organic that is consciously grown and made uh, things that don't have a lot of um, uh, artificial ingredients uh, because it's hold the whole part of um, cannabis for me is it is medicine it is a plant that can be used for its benefits and of course it could be used for uh, recreational purposes but there are benefits that people need to understand and if I can provide product for them in the cannabis realm that has more health conscious benefits or email you know, tastes good but also good for you then that's what I would like to procure Yeah, I carry brands um, such as uh, curated cannabis uh, Tranquility Farms, um, those poo brands, Passiflora, uh, brands that are have legacy in the in the uh, game um, and are well known in the valley because our our shop's been in the valley since yeah like for sure
0: yeah for sure and the valley is a strong smoking
1: community mm-hmm. they know a lot about weed <laughs> right? they know about their ogs we're picky about our ogs out here
0: yeah like you notice that. Because of that, like, people come in, they don't really have to ask too much questions because the majority of them are, like, you know, very connoisseur, know enough that they're, like, know what they're looking at and know what they're picking. Or do you find that these days, or at least in the Valley, do you have a lot of people really asking your bud tenders a lot of questions or no?
1: Um, Yeah, uh, especially in my place because you, you walk in, you feel really comfortable. Um, that was the atmosphere I wanted to bring. And with their butt tenders the ones that I like to work with and work for they know cannabis you know they know more about medicinal value of cannabis than truly um, so we we find that people come in in two parts they know what they want or they say they want the highest THC but when we develop a relationship with them then they'll open up and say hey I'll Take that suggestion or you're like what do you what kind? What, how are you feeling today are you going through some pain you know you feel that you need a, a pick-me-upper after smoking indica for like six months well why don't you try this hybrid you know it's indica based and I think it will give you a good buzz but you know it will change it up a little bit yeah
0: let's do and when you're doing that which is you know you know you know lots to do you deal with like metric and you deal with California compliance and you know the brands coming in and this and just all the stuff it's a lot of stuff to know but you've expanded and you you work with so many great uh events yeah. you know helping uh be a, a, cons- a coordinator is a yeah, consultant. consultant you know helping them do things compliantly right helping them right. with production Absolutely. right uh, and making sure that things go smooth and uh, you know some great events Let's talk about the couple of various ones and what those events kind of are about
1: well um, the Events are secret says kush talk uh, Weed con blunt talks uh, a lot of different type of events that are b2c and uh, b2b type events um, so let's
0: go over each one. Like Cushtock, that is usually in Adelanto, right? Yeah, it's an and that like a larger stadium type area, right? Yeah. And uh, and give me the the premise of what you would say it is. Let's say
1: so. Uh, Cushtock is an event uh, produced by uh, a gentleman named Dr. K and the Medicated Barbies, and it's a festival that's a grassroots. I mean, this is his model was uh, for the people by the people. So uh, he produces events for as a launching pad for brands, really. Yeah. Um, him, he can at the events we can draw somewhere between you know nine thousand to thirteen thousand people. Nice uh, through the gates, and he uh, and bring, there's
0: music. There's music. Okay, so different performances. Yeah, and there's we've had some great people: oh, yeah. Burner, right? E40, uh-huh.
1: um, uh, Bone Thugs. Yeah, they're uh-huh. great. Old that school, baby bash. Yeah, Dude, it, yeah, yeah, sure, for sure. It, it's, it's a. M- and how,
0: they've been for for how many years now? Is it like a, a six, seven? Like a a decent amount, right? Or no? Like how long has Kushdok been around?
1: We will produce two festivals a year, and we're on number twelve. So six. Yeah. Right. Six like, years, yeah. Six plus yeah, years? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Six and, seven
0: years. Yeah, which is a great one, and then you have Secret Sesh, which has been around even longer than that.
1: Secret Sesh, oh, I want to say it's seven years. Um, Secret Sesh itself is more of an uh, immersive experience to cannabis. Sure. Um, don't have the artists, don't have, I mean, don't have the, uh, uh, the musical acts in Secret Sesh. Um, it's more of a day of cannabis. where Yeah,
0: where you can go get some of the bomb and shit, yeah. just go around, cruise around, get all kinds of fucking great Hang stuff. Hang out, play games. Hang out.
1: We have a, a great host, Adam Hill. Yeah, Adam, yeah. Hill.
0: Adam Hill is great, works a... Does his show here at the uh, at Hayes radio as a contributor, right? Shout out to Adam Hill and the OG podcast
1: Yeah, so he uh, he's our host and we play games and it's a day of cannabis and just hanging out and smoking Getting around the best brands out there and uh, getting to experience You know the community and I think that's that's the big part about cannabis events uh, sure I came from a space where we're just doing corporate events, and cannabis today is going to be in that professional realm. Yeah, exactly. But you have to curate that experience with um, for the end consumers.
0: Yeah, and you know it's not easy sometimes to like. No, because you have these different themes, these different styles. Like we talked about, Kush Talk, and what was then we said that was another Secret one, sesh. Secret Sesh. You know, which is different than that. And then what was Blunt Talk? What is
1: that about? Blunt Talks is an educational um, uh, event where uh, a producer named Sam, he um, that I work with, he will curate talk um, keynote speakers of industry people. And it'd be more educational about that level, and I really enjoy that aspect too, um, because there should be more education about cannabis. And sure. now that, because it's a long time ago—well, not long too long ago—but it was all underground. So people yep. never wanted to share that experience. Never yep. wanted to share their struggles. And now that you can openly in a public setting, and it's not a taboo anymore. Um, I love. Yeah, I mean, it's re-
0: it's recreational. Yeah, you know yeah. that's that's what you have to think about. You know, it's we're in a time when it's uh, you know cannabis. If you're twenty one or older, right?
1: Twenty one and older. All the events yeah, are twenty one. Twenty
0: one or older. Yeah, thanks. You to get the DCC. to you get to participate and you get to enjoy and uh, and see so many different things when you're know, just so many years ago where it was like you could never do that. It was all about hiding it and this and you know. And and now because it is so open and there's so many brands, so many things, you get to see such variety. You know, you get to see so many things that you don't normally get to see. You know.
1: Yeah, no, that that's that's the beauty of it is uh, normalizing the cannabis and the and, and cannabis itself. Andrew has always been socializing. Uh, we. We go to a friend's house to smoke weed. You oh know, yeah, oh yeah. You go to your dealer's house and you sit oh, down and yeah. smoke
0: weed. Sure, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know,
1: after dinner, if you're you're around, even today, you know, after dinner, if you're around a couple, uh, uh, consumers, you go outside, give us a, the wink, and we go outside and smoke oh, a joint, yeah, and then everyone sure. comes back in. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it 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 will always be a in my mind a social atmosphere type of uh, um, uh recreational use um the cannabis med- medicinal use would only be possible when we continue to do our research and pushing out the right information um, yeah of course and, of course and with that with the research i think we're only going to grow and more normalize the type of uh events that i can produce as a event coordinator in sure. the cannabis industry
0: uh what's uh what's the other one there's a fourth what was the fourth
1: Oh, I I assist in uh, Weedcon.
0: We Oh yeah, yeah, Weedcon. WeedCon yeah. What is that? That one sounds like a great one. That one's been for a bit, right? Or yeah, no?
1: Weedcon is a more local Los Angeles B2C type of a um, type a of uh, event uh, where there's about 70 different local brands and they get all the local Los Angeles um, and Southern California uh, Central Coast um, buyers to come out and check out their event. That's
0: and, dope. Is that a competition or is it just like a marketplace type thing?
1: It's more of a marketplace. There is a competition in which sure. these licensed brands can um, participate in um, and you know, they uh, They they do a great production out there. Um, it's usually around the uh, 805 area. Um, they've done uh, clubs in Hollywood's uh, and uh, mansions up in the Bel Air.
0: Did you it. get to go to Emerald Cup this year or no?
1: I unfortunately did not attend Emerald Cup. I was actually producing Secret Sessions. Very
0: rainy the second day, oh, so yeah. we didn't miss out too much. But the first day was great. It was just nice to be back at an event.
1: Oh, yeah. That uh, shit
0: was out, you know?
1: Having events again this year um, after producing uh, two Secret Sessions and two kashtakas in 2019 and then having the dark Year was was really really um, you know different for me as having like 13-year career in producing events sure you know and having now getting back into it things change you know uh, how things are being produced you know the whole re- different restrictions that we have to follow um, and the mentality of people to um, feel comfortable coming out again I yeah think that's something that yeah
0: that's a big thing but I think a lot of people don't care, too. It's good to see. I mean, I, these events, like, everybody's just been rolling around, you know. Yeah. At this point, I think people are like, oh, if I'm going to get sick, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to just get sick, get over it, and then just bounce back. And then you have antibodies, I guess. And then yeah. you just go go back out. Yeah, hopefully you don't die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, as, as event producers, you just, you know, you, you have to keep that conscious mind of everyone that is out there. And, you know, that's, you know, where... I believe that I bring to the table uh, when it comes to cannabis events is I'm a consumer you know I, I I'm a,
0: and you said you worked on events prior to cannabis right
1: yeah I worked as uh, a in the event in production in the rental uh, industry for about 13 years
0: and what was that like break that down oh, what shit. was the biggest event you did
1: uh, that you could remember I believe to record date my company that I worked for still has the biggest tent built on Hollywood Highland. Wow. Yeah, that was a three-day production just to build a tent. Wow. We closed it down, and we built, I believe, was 800 feet of tenting into, uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. And that was really fun. Uh, I've done after parties for uh, award shows, private homes. A long
0: time it. ago, it was a while ago. Was at the Vanity Fair party, and then after that, uh, it was the Emmys or something like that. It was one of those things, and mm-hmm. we were at a James Cameron's house at a party that he had, yeah. and he had the most sickest tented fucking thing outside of his place where the party was. It was so dope, it was gigantic.
1: So, my company would be probably the people that, wanted did, wanted the that. Yeah, that, yeah. that did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, shit was sick. It, it's interesting because, um, I would attend these events that no one would have access to right, and now I'm producing these events that people have no idea that they even exist. Yeah, like in our when we grew up, you know, everything was underground. If you wanted to go a party, it was underground. If you yeah. wanted to go to a rave, was underground. Yeah, yeah. cannabis yeah. was completely oh, underground. Yeah. There was yeah, yeah. no cannabis parties no they cannabis still, They events.
0: still have these on. Un- I mean, let's be realistic. Yeah. The younger generations are still having that shit just as we did. Yeah.
1: I guess, yeah. I yeah, guess I'm just so too raves. old. To know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Of course, they probably still have raves and this yeah. and shit like that for sure. Yeah, but absolutely
1: uh, having cannabis events now and uh, getting people to understand, uh, well, come out, right? Yeah, you know, for to, sure. To the events because they yeah, want yeah, to come yeah, out. Yeah. But the generation of people who come out, like I can bring my parents to an account. Oh yeah,
0: event. there would be. And it's how wild is that? Imagine cruising around with your dad. You're like. Picking out fucking buds or whatever. Well, you know, you Kush
1: know? Talk brings that. Because, you know, Kush uh, sure. Talk is almost generational now. And Secret just is kind of getting there too. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's those legacy brands and the legacy events that I want to see succeed. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, having um, a part of that as the grassroots move- movement is, is something that I really uh, am excited about. So we'll
0: what's what's uh, any personal favorite, you know, when you're doing so many events, there's so many booths, so much shit. What's something that you would take home personally or you like really liked? Like a couple of things, like if your products by brands.
1: Oh, you dropped me rosin and that's going right in my personal corner. So, yeah, so you're a big rosin person? Uh, I enjoy rosin. I think it's uh the purest form, a water hash, some six star water uh, hash. Ah, water hash, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Axiom makes good shit, don't they? Axiom
1: beautiful, right? beautiful. Oh my stuff. god,
0: shout out to, to their
1: place. Yeah.
0: They have this cool machine I that he, that he has. I
1: haven't been there, but I do carry Axiom in my store. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not a gigantic place, but it's like a uh, dope, the fucking machine that he has. Definitely has it's like a it's like a Frenchy French cannoli. Frenchy and like old hippie up, you know, Humboldt County cross. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is really dope. So uh, and he's, you know, he's getting compliant products, so it doesn't have like you know, it's clean. It right. doesn't have pet size shit like that. And you know, most of the time it doesn't have like as much leaf matter because he tries to get like fresh frozen stuff. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I, um, well, because he's one of the stores that I bring into uh, products I bring into store. I've you know understand his his method of selecting his raw material sure and that's yeah. really important
0: to have oh yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and they burn there's an art to you, to smoking his things you have to like torch it in a circle kind of around it and not burn the bud. Oh, you're just, talking about his hash wrap. Yeah, and the hash wraps.
1: Oh, that's my favorite.
0: Oh, isn't it? They're oh, so yeah. fucking good, aren't they? Yeah,
1: they, it just burns so long.
0: And, and the little jars of hash that you're talking about that are the dip blonde and this, the different colors, man, are those so good. Yeah. Huh?
1: When when you uh, either top them in a bowl or you... Um,
0: oh, yeah, top that shit in a bowl, are you fucking kidding me? It's the <laughs> best. Or the, I take it with a bong hit. I love it I, i'm a bong man you know so that's that that's what happens i gotta hit that shit in the bong but
1: uh how, how how long uh what's your first experience smoking hash
0: oh shit! first experience smoking hash was probably like with friends college you know like in the in the like early 90s okay and like i think my first stuff wasn't actually like the Smushy hash, but the hash oil. Okay. In a little jar, just straight fucking oh. hash oil and coated on a bud. And I remember the first time, I think it was with my boy, his name was Brandon, and he was a pie lamb. And he was in the in fraternity, you know, in a house of different and on campus. There were different fraternities that was all like in the same building, let's say. Okay. Different floors. Own, yeah, like yeah. sweets and this and whatever. And uh, it was a group. You know sort of on-campus one and uh he was a right across from where we had ours and uh he was like into playing chess and different things and he would tell me these crazy like fucking wild stories and then he busts out this little jar of hash oil and that yeah. was like wow first time that was like ridiculous yeah dope as shit I was like oh my god this is the greatest thing ever and then I'd get it every once in a while here and there and then you know I'd have it from friends and things over the years but really nothing ever was like when i went up to eddie's farm and with the bubble bags you know yeah. seeing it done with like freezers of duff and that's when i learned how to actually make it and do it myself
1: yeah it's definitely artisanal form like I think oh, yeah. hash is there's like an art to making it right up to like wine making you know? oh yeah yeah you know and
0: uh, curing it like after you do it and you pull it from the bags it's very important about squeezing the water out of it and how you cure it like for from that moment of when you do it to like when it really dries out, which takes a couple of days. And then if you actually really, really are into crazy curing it, by smushing it in your hand, it creates enough heat and friction to marbleize in this and create more of an even terpene profile mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So there was like ways that we would do it with screens, and press it, and do wax paper, and then do all these other methods and stuff like that. I used to be like so into it. I loved really? bubble hashes. Yeah, bubble hash is, like my favorite thing for sure too. Oh wow! Absolutely. Oh Absolutely. wow!
1: Yeah. Then, uh, well, I will know what to bring to. Oh next. fucking!
0: Uh, I was so I was so fucking excited when uh, Sam came in here for an interview. He like came in with all of his like head stash. Oh. yeah oh yeah exactly that's
1: where a heady stash that's a true heady stash
0: and he threw me a temple ball like a full ball yeah and i still have it i love it it's fucking so good
1: i'll bring you a curated uh, temple ball next time oh really yeah Yeah, yeah. they made a temple ball from their product oh
0: really really? oh yeah shit oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) fuck yeah that's my shit right there um what's um Aside from that, like, what are some other favorite stuff, like, that you've gotten, like, in Kushdok, this, like, what about edible-wise? You got, like, a favorite thing you've tried, and, and, like, oh, man, this shit's so so dope, or good quality, or you're, like, just amazed by, or anything?
1: Um, there's a lot of good product out there. I mean, personally, I enjoy um, uh, peppermint patties, so Oasis has a peppermint Old patty. school.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God, dude, the peppermint patty. Do they even make those anymore? You can't go in a set. You can't even go on, like, a place and see that shit, do you? Hey, you can
1: find York. York. York.
0: York peppermint patty. Yeah. But not, like, in every store, right? Kind of a little uh, harder to they're find. They're a little it's like harder
1: like a little, to find. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. probably, like, a one bar on the, on the shelf. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. One bar, Search for it and try it. <laughs> but, uh. If
0: you I, like, mint.
1: I, I, yeah, I like mint. Yeah, I like mint. You have to like mint. Um, a lot of rosin. Gummies right now.
0: Oh, yeah. you, you like had the hash rosin ones? Have you had, uh, what's your name? Space Gem?
1: Space Gems is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Um, there was one brand, uh, D, D Thai Gummies, um, which, uh, is a Thai flavored, like Thai bl- bl- branded, um, gummy blind. And those gummies I grew up with. Oh, being, uh, uh, being Chinese. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah. find them in the market. Now they're the exotic gummies. Yeah. But, um, those gummies came on the market and I was like, whoa, someone's got smart enough to break the culture barrier. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, it's dope. There's so much shit coming out. There's so much stuff that you see. Uh what about wise though? Like what are some of the favorites you like smoke? Like strain wise?
1: Uh, oh strain? Wow. Uh I smoke a lot of strains. I don't even yeah, remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm somebody, a buyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it comes it's so, in. There's, it's so yeah, right. There's a lot of really good growers that are um, used to grow for bigger brands. They kind of branched off to their own own yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. Um, and those growers are really trying to make a mark and trying to support them. Um, buying's difficult, like for a buyer, because there's so many good stuff, and you know that these people struggle hard for. You know um, their product, and they sure. they they put their you know they, they have to make a living off of it, but when the market dictates the price you know and and what know,
0: do you think about all this taxing stuff and now even the governor's thinking about like uh chopping it down or something like he's in favor of it or something like that, or holding shit
1: I'm glad we just did a calculation today out of a thirty dollar price tag that I sell out the door I make. Four dollars and like 65 cents before my taxes before my overhead wow so so it's it's very minimal uh margins only because of the taxes sure and planning and then you know um like you said compliance sure i understand the reason for track and trace and everything on there but it for as a business operator it makes it three times as much labor to sell something that you know now,
0: have you heard? I, this is just something that I, you know I heard floating around. I don't even know how valid it is that with the budget cutting and things and just certain things that they're trying to do to fix the situation that they're talking about canceling metric and going back to the honor system.
1: <laughs> what I do would. you think about that <laughs> <laughs> There's honor and <in> thieves <laughs> You know, um, (laughs) it all comes in the dollars and cents. You know, we were talking about this earlier, like who controls it, who can monitor. And as long as they need to monitor, that's the only way they can tax us. And it is what it is. It is how businesses run, but we're not the, the way in which the amount of labor that needs to be for track and trace and the paperwork. I mean, the paper Yeah, it's a lot
0: of dough. It's like crazy. And yeah. that's what correlates to the taxes because you have to pay that shit. Yeah. Where else is it going to come from, right? But,
1: but it also tax, just to follow metric to compliance is very expensive for operators. Sure. You know, um, you have to have a compliance officer. And in the dispensary, then you have to have a person who just, their job is to tag everything. And then count every just an inventory manager. Yeah, 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 for sure. Your store is like small, like you. But but they, that's what a compliance officer needs to do in the in the retail. Sure,
0: sure, sure. Wow, that's, yeah,
1: it's it's just a lot of work. But you know, uh, where we look forward to is you know uh, change, and as uh, it becomes like I said, part of what was normalized, people will say it is a legitimate you know industry. Uh-huh. You know, and we should be treated fairly about, you know, how taxes are, are are put forth and, you know, businesses, mom and pop should be able to make and survive, you know, and, and make a good living today. But it's hard. It's definitely hard.
0: And how do you feel about virtual events with all the pandemic-y things going on? Like, what's your philosophy on that? Have you attended any or are they just all suck to you? Or what, which, which, what's the feelings?
1: I think b to cs um in general are going to be the virtual there's a virtual point behind it um, but when it comes to cannabis events there's no better experience than taking a hit of a flower yeah breaking up with a yeah, friend and saying "Yo, yeah, you yeah. gotta try this yeah you know, for you, sure you, you gotta hit this yeah, this is so yeah, good absolutely and then you know uh where you're at an event you know it's it's the memories you know, and that's, that's, that's always been my goal as uh, someone who coordinates events ever since, like, my college days. Yeah. Um, I grew up watching Van Wilder. Oh, the yeah, movie, for sure. And that was my ultimate oh, goal. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. Was be the the biggest party planner you know, Yeah, sure, sure, sure.
0: And did you do a lot of that when you were in school? Oh,
1: yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I, I most of the reasons why my fraternity got in trouble back in my day was because of my parties. All of the uh,
0: yeah, different social ones.
1: Yeah, that that was the fun part, and then you know. Um, so were you social coordinator? I was social coordinator and yeah. vice president, yeah, secretary and vice president. Yeah, yeah,
0: so I was social coordinator and vice archon also. Uh huh. Nice. Yeah, then <laughs> we ended up in front of the <laughs> mic with each other. I know that's great, right?
1: Uh, and, um, but you know that that part of my life uh set my career too. You know?
0: The roses of Pie Cap. I remember yeah. fucking singing to all the different sororities and shit and trying to get them to come to the socials.
1: We still do it for every one there of was our like, boys' weddings. There's
0: like all the different themes. All the themes when I was like younger that you'd have with other the parties? Yeah. yeah. Uh, each one, everyone would always have a theme.
1: Togo is always oh, like a standard.
0: T- I really considered for the. For the olympic cup to like let what it go. I, I thought it like, it could be toga or dress up as your favorite athlete But then I just decided not to do it but <laughs> Once we build the following like enough, you know, I want to have like cool-ass themed shit like that Because the Halloween party was so dope because everyone was in costume and everybody had such a great time by doing that You know
1: well, I mean I think events should have an identity you know if yours is kind of something like the Hayes radio events are you know more uh community involvement you know yeah, get dressed yeah, up yeah. have fun yeah, you yeah. know i think exactly. that's that's, the, that's exactly what you are you yeah know? yeah for the vibe sure you always bring to me
0: yeah man and i appreciate you coming and chilling is there an instagram or how does anybody get a hold of you
1: um thc members only is my uh instagram holding uh you can check out my events secret sesh uh dot com kushstock Life um, to check out the events that I'm part of, and then uh, you can always stop by my store at uh, Mother Nature's Remedy in Willing Hills.
0: Want to drop the addy for our stoners?
1: Uh, www.mnrcs.com, uh Willen Hills. Mother Nature's two two eight one seven Ventura Boulevard, willin Hills. Hell yeah!
0: Come check it out. Any shouts Any friends or family out there?
1: Uh, shit! Lots of friends and family. Thank you guys everywhere out there for my support of uh, TTC members only, and uh, look forward to you to see you at the next event. Have a great yeah, day, brother!
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to checking it out, and all you guys check out all the great different hosts and events and different things we have on Hayes Radio Network and HayesRadioNetwork.com. Sign up for our newsletter, and you get all the weekly updates and things like that. Thank you so much, Wayne. I think we should go smoke a little bit and, uh, and uh, move on to the next thing brother That's <laughs> good brother Thank you brother. Thank you. Have a good day. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle radio.